Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Bat Flip Crazy podcast, where you'll always find enthusiastic, data-driven fantasy baseball analysis. I'm your host, Toby. Thanks so much for listening today. We've got an exciting podcast ahead of us. We're going to cover some quick hits on two hitters, Cody Bellinger and Adam Duvall, two pitchers, Shane Bieber and Vince Velasquez. We'll do some hitter observations over the last 14 days, taking a peek at uh, some skills of players over the last 14 days. Uh, Deep dives on Carlos Rodon and on Zach Wheeler. It should be a lot of fun. If you want to listen to this or other uh, past podcasts, you can find us on iTunes and other podcast platforms. If you like what you're hearing, please go to iTunes or your podcast platform, say that five times fast, uh, of choice. Give us a five-star rating and write a review. Uh, Let your friends know. Share on social media, uh, wherever you're active. Uh, That is the uh, nicest and Uh, best thing you can do to help us spread spread the word about the new podcast. Uh, Thanks to everybody who has already left a five-star rating and a review. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. A couple things I wanted to cover uh, before we get started. The first is just a huge uh, uh, and very exciting uh, event that happened today. Max Muncy, uh, a a beloved... uh, player on the podcast gained second base and middle infield eligibility in a lot of leagues when he played second base for the 10th time today. We've been waiting for this for a bit, been a little upset at Dave Roberts, but all is well now, and it's just in time for many midweek lineup uh, changes. The second one is not as nice. Jesse Winker, a friend of the podcast for sure, Uh, Somebody who I had had really high hopes for for the second half after really heating up over the second part of the first half. He is out of the season, out for the season with a shoulder injury. And I just wanted to um, say how much we appreciate Winker's skills here on the podcast. He has elite plate discipline, elite contact. He had elite hard hit rate and in a really sad development. His fly ball rate was also uh, starting to inch up over the last uh, couple weeks. So very sad to see Winker injured. Um, Hope for a full recovery. Very excited uh, about drafting him next year. Maybe this will depress his value a little bit heading into drafts. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at BatFlipCrazy, Instagram at BatFlipCrazy, on Facebook Batflip Crazy Fantasy, and the blog is batflipcrazy.com. Let's get this party started. All right, we, uh, we here at the Bat Flip Crazy Podcast roll with the sad cello anytime we share some bad news. So that one right there is for Jesse Winker. Definitely hope uh, for a full recovery. Next, we are going to jump into two quick observations of hitters and pitchers. Um, the first one we're going to do is a dive into Shane Bieber, who got destroyed earlier this week against the Pirates. So far this season, Bieber has 45 innings pitched, 44 strikeouts over those 45 innings, a 480 ERA, and a 1.44 whip. He's got a 22.6% K rate, right around league average, and a 4.1% walk rate, which is well below average and one of the things that Bieber is known for, his control. Uh, that results in an 18.5% K minus walk rate, which is about 4% above league average and very solid. When we take a look at the skills for Bieber, 11.3% swinging strike rate, which is uh, almost 1% above league average, 31.1% O swing, about half a percentage point above league average. Uh, so decent um, skills there. Uh, definitely, you know, fairly, fairly average, slightly above. From a control perspective, as we're not surprised to see 
very solid numbers here, 63.1% first pitch strike, 3% above league average, and then 49% zone rate, which is about 6% above league average. To be honest with you, we probably wish uh, that was a bit lower for our buddy Bieber because he is getting hit hard. Uh, one of the key metrics for him, he has a 47.5% hard hit rate, which is terrible. That's like an elite batter uh, has that 47.5% hard hit rate. We don't worry too much about hard hit rates with pitchers um, uh, just because... Um, you know, we worry about it a little bit, but it actually doesn't, uh, it doesn't correlate with a higher BABIP. And so, um, you know, a lot of that depends on the type of batted balls, right, uh, that folks are hitting. Um, and the soft hit rate is, is actually something that we look for more. Um, it's a better indicator of the type of contact that folks are getting for pitchers. Unfortunately for Bieber, the news isn't much better there. He's got a 9.2% soft hit rate, which is half the league average of around 18%. So when you combine those numbers, the 47.5% hard hit rate with the very low soft hit rate, that spells trouble. Not surprisingly, Bieber is rolling with a 378 uh, BABIP, which is terrible. Uh, it, he has been slightly unlucky, but he still has a 342 uh, expected BABIP. Not good. He's got overall a 331 uh, XOBA over at xstats, xstats.org, our favorite uh, expected stats uh, provider. That is not very good, about uh, you know 11% above league average, which tends to end the season around um, 320. Not good news there at all. He is rolling with 362 WOBA overall. So pretty much bad news there on the batted ball metrics uh, for Bieber. It really is a major concern for him. Uh, the control in the minors may have played, but the challenge is if you're around the zone too much and you don't have overpowering stuff, if you make a mistake, Major League Baseball hitters will punish you. Thinking about the outlook for Bieber, I think it's okay to drop him um, in 12-team leagues. He's just too dangerous. You know, you can always stream him when he's got good matchups, but based on what he's provided so far, I don't think other teams will be running to the wire to pick him up, and I think it's hard to start him um, in a matchup when you can't get success against a team like the Pirates at home. In 15-team leagues, I think you want to hold on to him, um, give him a couple starts, see what we can get. He has flashed some really great stuff in a couple outings, and so in 15-teamers, if you do have room on your bench, I would definitely hold on. There probably isn't uh, much better on your waiver wire. Next up, we are going to dive into Adam Duvall. Duvall is scheduled to get a little bit more playing time now that Jesse Winker um, is out. On the season, Duvall is hitting 205 with 38 runs, 15 home runs, 61 RBI, and uh, two stolen bases. This isn't surprising for Duvall. He really is a home run and RBI guy. He's been fairly consistent uh, around 30 uh, home runs. Uh, with, uh, you know, RBIs approaching 100. Uh, that really, there's nothing in Duvall's approach that points towards anything different. Um, you know, the 205 average does come with a 230 expected average, which is good, and the 15 home runs are supported uh, by 15 expected home runs. Um, he has seen a 5% dip in pop-ups. If you look at X-Stats batted ball types, uh, again, they break batted balls into six different buckets. Pop-ups are essentially automatic outs, so those are up 5%, which is great. But it's still at 23% uh, um, for him, or a 5% dip. Uh, it's still at 23% for him, which is about... 6% above league average 
uh, which is not good and one of the reasons why you see that average uh, pretty poor there. Um, over, uh, he also, uh, in the good news department within his batted ball profile, he does have a 2% increase in hard drives up to 15.2%, uh, which is great. Over his last 30 games, uh, he has a 34.7% O swing, which is about 4% above league average. Um, that is um, uh, trending in the wrong direction. It's 2% higher than his current uh, season average. He's got an 82.6% Z contact, uh, which, is two, which is about 3% below league average, and at 2.4% from where he is on the season, down from where he is on the season. He's got a 31% hard hit rate over the last uh, 30 games, which is a 6% dip from his 37% for the season. And then his fly balls are hanging steady with his season average at 46.5%, uh, a good deal higher than uh, league average for fly balls, which is around 35 36%. So overall, Duvall's recent skills are trending downward. Um, when we take a look at his last 30 games, he's batting 224, 18 runs, 4 home runs, and 21 RBIs, no stolen bases. He does have a 239 expected average, which is solid, um, but a 2.7 expected home runs on those 4 home runs. And more concerning is that he does have a 30% pop-up rate, now, that's a little bit concerning because he did have that overall dip in pop-ups, but pop-ups are pretty sticky um, from year to year, and so it may be that some of the fly balls um, that he's hitting are now, uh, now that we're getting a larger sample over the course of the season, are regressing uh, towards that, um, you know, towards where he normally is from a pop-up perspective. So the overall verdict on Duval, he will continue to be a good source of RBI and power, especially uh, with uh, the increase in plate appearances that he should see with Winker out. But do expect a, bit, a pretty bad batting average to go along with that, with the possibility of a uh, very bad batting average. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see him in the high 100s. Um, if he does have a bad month, and so that's just something that you need to consider. He does bring with him a tiny bit of speed, you know, maybe one stolen base uh, per month, but it is, uh, it is something. So that's a little bit about what to expect uh, for Duval. That's not the type of player that I like to roster. Uh, I like to have a little bit more balance uh, and not roster those very dangerous batting average guys, but um, if you need home runs and RBI, you could do a lot worse. Next up, we have Cody Bellinger. Bellinger is hitting 243 this season uh, with 58 runs, 17 home runs, 44 RBI, and five stolen bases. Uh, that 243 average comes with a 235 expected average based on X stats. 17 home runs are on 18.5 expected home runs. So he has been a little unlucky there. We do see a 6% bump in pop-ups uh, for Bellinger over the course of the season, up to 25%, which is close to 8% above league average and a big concern. One of the trends that you'll see for Bellinger this year is that he is hitting, uh, his batted ball profile has uh, declined considerably in the sense that he's hitting a lot more pop-ups and a lot more dribblers two of the worst, uh, actually the two worst types of batted balls uh, that you can have of the six categories that XStats breaks them into. Uh, as I just mentioned, he has seen a 4.6% jump in his dribbler rate up to 23.7%. That is still uh, slightly below league average by about half a percent, but uh, not a good uh, look compared to last season. His hard drives are also down by 1% season over to season, but still a very solid 15.7%. That is close to 5% uh, above league average. Over the last 30 games, his uh, O-swing has 
has kind of skyrocketed up to 34.4%. He's normally got pretty good plate discipline. That's a little bit concerning for his OBP and his walk rate. Uh, but he has also seen an 87, uh, an increase up to 87.1% in his contact, which is really good. It's actually above average and was a major problem for Bellinger earlier in the season. You know, one of the concerns, though, that I have is if you look at his rolling average chart, both the O-swing and the Z-contact shoot up. And so the Z-contact, he's making more contact. But as you've seen, the contact isn't producing the type of batted balls we want to see. And so it's not really a shift in approach that he's made. His approach at the plate has actually gotten worse in terms of uh, the pitches he's swinging at. Uh, He is just making more contact. That may not necessarily, um, you know, I mean, it's good because it's in-zone contact, but clearly it's not producing the type of batted balls we want to see. His hard hit rate is a solid 40.2%, about 5% above league average, and his fly ball rate is at 43.7%, uh, which is very solid, uh, about 8% uh, above league average. Over the last 30 games, his stat line is 268, 16 runs, 5 home runs, and 12 RBI. Unfortunately, he has zero stolen bases over that point in time, which is a little disappointing. XStat supports the production a 264 expected average and a 5.1 expected uh, home runs supporting those five home runs. Now on the concerning end, 52.4% of his balls in play were dribblers or pop-ups uh, last month, which, uh, which is problematic, I think, in the longer term if that's a trend that continues. His hard drive rate is up to 17.1%, which is awesome. Um, so you know, more, you know, ideally hit batted balls, but also more uh, poorly hit uh, batted balls. So overall, Bellinger's uh, line, you know, for both the season and for this month are supported by uh, the X stats, which is good or bad, depending on which one you're looking at. His improved Z contact is definitely a good sign, but since it is accompanied by uh, uh, equally dramatic increase in O-swing. It's a little bit of a red flag because it doesn't necessarily represent a different approach at the plate, right? His approach isn't necessarily improving. He's making better contact, but um, a lot of that uh, a lot of that contact is resulting in not the type of batted balls that we want to see. So he's hitting more balls in play, uh, which is good uh, for his average, as you can see with the average elevated a little bit. Uh, but they're not the type of added balls we want, we want to see. Um, expect similar production over the rest of season, I think, to what you've seen over the last month. I would uh, hedge my bets and, and look for a, a lower average for Bellinger, um, given some of the poorly batted balls, and I'm not quite sure he's going to be able to maintain uh, this Z-contact level uh, since it is well above where he has been uh, throughout his career. The last player we're going to look into is Vince Velasquez, um, who's putting up uh, probably his best season um, to date. Uh, 102 and a third innings pitched, 118 strikeouts, so well over a strikeout per inning. A 4.05 ERA and a 119 whip. He's got a 27.8% K rate, which is great, about 5% above uh, league average. His walk rate is right around league average at 8.7%, and that gives him a stellar 19.1% K minus walk rate. The ERA estimators all like uh, Vasquez to actually uh, improve. He's got a 368 FIP, a 38 uh, XFIP, and then a 365 uh, Sierra. So all of those pointing towards some positive uh, regression uh, moving forward. His skills for the season are at 11.8% swinging strike rate, a 28.1% O swing. Uh, that O swing has always been low for Val- uh, Velasquez and is one of the reasons why he's struggled with control is that he can't get hitters uh, to chase pitches outside the zone. Uh, he has a 56.6% first pitch strike rate, another uh, reason why he struggled with control. He has uh, generally had a low fish first pitch strike rate. And then his zone percent 
Um, that first pitch strike rate, 56.6%, is about 4%, uh, 3.5% uh, below league average. And then his zone percent is about uh, 3% above league average at 46.2%. Again, the challenge with Velasquez for his O swing um, being so low is that uh, he can't get folks to chase out of the zone, and so he's got to throw more pitches in the zone to get uh, strikes. He's got a 258 BABIP, which, uh, 258, 285 BABIP, excuse me, uh, which lines up with his 283 expected BABIP over at XStats. His 13 home runs are a bit unlucky with 11.2 expected home runs on the season. Now, there are some really good uh, batted ball developments, and one of the reasons why Velasquez has earned that lower BABIP uh, than uh, the overall league average is that his pop-ups uh, so those automatic uh, outs are actually up 8% uh, over uh, last year, 23.2%, uh, which is very good. That's about 5% above league average. And then his hard drives are down 2.4%, down to 9.5%, uh, which is about 1.5% below league average, which is great. So some really positive batted ball profile developments there. Over his last five games, uh, Velasquez's skills are actually better as well. A 12.4% swinging strike rate, which is up half a percentage point from his season number. 29.2% O swing, which is up 1% uh, from his uh, season um, average and is approaching league average there. His first pitch strike rate is down 1% over the last five games compared to his uh, overall season at 55.4%, and then his zone rate is up 2% at 48.3%, 5% above uh, league average. So he's throwing more pitches in the zone, um, getting a little bit more uh, chase, and then uh, his swinging strike rate, which, uh, which uh, is up as well. He's been throwing his slider, which is his best pitch, um, and, and his sinker more recently. The slider, uh, throwing that more is a very good development. Throwing his sinker more is not a good development, as that is easily um, his worst pitch. Um, So hopefully he'll continue to throw that slider more. Maybe uh, replace that sinker with a four-seamer would be ideal. Over the last five games, uh, those skills translated into 22 innings pitched, 21 strikeouts, uh, 1.23 ERA, and a .86 whip, which is very good. Uh, It is a little lucky, though, a 192 BABIP and a 91.4% strand rate, so we're not likely to see that ERA or that WHIP uh, continue. His K-minus walk rate is actually down at 15.7% from that 19.1%. So while the skills have improved, um, you know, he hasn't hasn't necessarily produced um, the K-minus walk rate uh, improvement that we would expect. I think moving forward, I think what you what what he's got overall in the season, I think working towards that positive regression of kind of a mid uh, to uh, high uh, threes ERA, so kind of three point five to three point seven five, maybe um, for the rest of the season. Uh, you know when when you know he sees some regression on that BABIP and that uh, strand rate recently. Um, you know that the BABIP is lucky. Uh, I don't have the 30-day uh, ex-BABIP uh, for X-Stats, but he does have a 149 batting average against during that time and a 198 expected ba- uh, average over that time. He's got a 260 ex-WOBA, so he's continuing to get um, some decent batted balls there. So I'd expect, um, you know, 3.5 to uh, 3.75 ERA moving forward for Velasquez. Uh, an okay whip, um, you know, one, uh, one, two, one, one, five, something around there. And then to, for him to continue, uh, getting about a strikeout an inning, uh, very solid production, um, you know, from Velasquez, I think you can expect, uh, moving forward. So that's been a little bit of, uh, quick hits, um, on four players, uh, Shane Bieber, Vince Velasquez, Cody Bellinger, and Adam Duvall. Next up, we are going to uh, do some very quick observations of some hitter skills over the last 14 days. (music) 
All right, next up we are going to do some very quick uh, observations of some hitter skills over the last 14 days. As I've mentioned in past podcasts, I like to, um, I have a customized uh, dashboard over at Fangraphs that I look at for hitters, um, which primarily focuses, it focuses on a lot of different things, but the primary things I look to are O-swing for plate discipline, Z-contact, in-zone contact for contact, and then uh, hard hit rate, and then fly ball rate, or uh, high fly ball rates, low low ground ball rates for, for some power metrics there. Um, so what I'm going to do is just really quickly go through some folks who showed up in the last 14 days on some of those key metrics. I'm going to do this really quickly. I know in the past I have promised to do that, but this time I will actually uh, do it. So first up is Justin Upton. Over his last 14 games, he has a 16% O-swing, which is elite. Uh, He's got 80% Z-contact, which is about 5% below league average, but okay for Upton. He's got a 61.1% hard hit rate, which is awesome, and a 44.4% fly ball rate. Upton is somebody who gets very hot when he's hot. It's not surprising to see him hit close to 10 home runs in a month. So now maybe uh, a time to buy in on him. He has hit for some power recently, but the batting average is still uh, relatively low over the 14 games. So he's somebody you may want to look to invest in. Uh, Brandon Nimmo, really quickly. I covered Nimmo a few weeks ago, and his uh, Z contact rate was down at the time. At the time, it looked like it was just natural ebb and flow Um, of, you know, a contact rate variance throughout the course of a season, but it has stayed low at 68.5% over the last 14 games. That is Joey Gallo-esque when Joey Gallo is not hitting the ball well. If those contact issues remain, he's going to have a very hard time uh, keeping a decent average and even a decent OBP, even though his O swing has remained uh, elite. Reese Hoskins uh, is really, uh, his skills are coming together nicely recently. 19% O swing, which is elite, uh, 85.7% Z contact, so right around league average, with 44.8% hard hit rate, which is great, about 10% above league average, and then 55.2% fly ball rate, maybe a little higher than we'd like to see because that'll bring down the batting average, and it's around, I believe, 250 or so uh, over the last 14 days games, but that's going to come with a lot of power. So skills coming together nicely for Hoskins. Josh Bell, I tweeted about this earlier in the week, but for the first time in two months, he is starting to hit the ball hard. He's got a 23.5% O swing, which is uh, very solid, about 7% below league average, which is great for a chase rate. 83.7% Z contact, so about 2% below league average, but right around there, 53.6% hard hit rate which is awesome. His, he's never been a high fly ball guy. It's around 32.1%, so slightly below, about 3%, 3.5% below league average for Bell. Maybe that fly ball percent uh, can increase and he can go on a little home run binge here. Uh, you know, uh, his owners could definitely use that because uh, the power has not been there. Mitch Haniger, uh, some concerns in his batted ball profile over the last 14 days and really a little bit longer than that. He still has elite plate discipline at 21.2%, displaying elite Z contact at 93.3%, but his hard hit rate is only at 30% uh, and his fly ball rate is at 25%. That hard hit percent has really been trending downward for a pretty long time uh, now. Um, And really one of the questions or one of the concerns that I had about Hanniger moving forward is he's never been a guy that can stay healthy. And actually his 419 plate appearances this year are the most he's had in a major league season. And so I just have concerns about how he's going to hold up to the just normal wear and tear of the season. So he's one to monitor a little bit of a concern there um, with the hard hit rate and the fly ball rate for Hanniger. Justin Smoke has been having a great few weeks. We mentioned him a few weeks ago in the podcast when we were looking at ex-WOBA leaderboards. The skills look awesome. 26.4% O-swing, which is about 5% or 4% uh, 
uh, below league average, which is great. His Z contact is way up there at 92.7% elite Z contact. And then he's got the 40-40, so the 43.3% hard hit rate and the 46.7% fly ball rate, which we love to see. Smoke is a guy who, for some reason, just because of his past, that name doesn't necessarily generate a ton of excitement among fantasy owners. Maybe you can pick him up uh, now. Uh, Jamer uh, Candelario, uh, 33% O-swing, which isn't too good, 3% above league average, but his Z-contact is excellent at 89.8% over his last 14 games, and his hard hit rate is up at 48%. Fly ball percent around league average at 36%. He went through a little bit of a rough patch uh, for a bit, I believe after coming back from injury, so maybe he's just getting healthy, but the skill's really coming together there. Maybe a guy that you look at in 12-teamers if somebody put him on the waiver wire um, or somebody to... to uh, trade for um, in 15 teamers that you may not have to pull up, pay too high a price for. Elvis Andrews, you know, the approach still is is missing a little something. 36% O-swing, which is about 5.5% uh, above league average. His Z-contact is about league average at 86.5%, but his hard hit rate has jumped up to 46.2% over his last 14 days. That is a great development for Andrews, who really had not been hitting the ball hard, really hadn't been driving it since returning from his long injury layoff. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come. His fly ball rate is down at 26.9% over those 14 days, so maybe he can get that up a little bit, increase the Z, the Z contact, and take off. He is uh, hitting very well over those 14 days. He's above 300 Joey Gallo, I just mentioned Joey Gallo, is synonymous with very low Z contact rates. Incredibly, his Z contact rate over the last 14 days is at 80%. His O swing is at a solid 26.1%. And as usual, his hard hit rate is great at 47.1%. And his fly ball percentage, as usual, is very high at 58.8%. Now, contact is really the key for Gallo. When he makes contact, he generally makes uh, very good hard contact. And the approach improving is really good too because he's normally been a very good OBP guy, but earlier this year he really struggled even with uh, keeping that O swing below league average. So he thrived in the second half last year uh, with a combination of improved plate discipline and improved contact and by lowering his fly ball percentage a little bit. When it's up at that close to 60 mark, it's really going to drive that batting average down. So if he can get that, you know, uh, closer to the 50 mark in the high uh, 40s and add some line drives, that's when he really took off last year. Hopefully that happens again. Ronald Guzman, his uh, uh, Guzman, his his teammate, um, he's struggling with his approach at the plate, 41% O swing, which is about 11%, 10.5% worse than league average. But his Z contact is elite at 95%. And for the first time this year, he is hitting the ball both hard and in the air with matching 47.1% hard hit rates and fly ball rates. Those are new. Uh, that's great to see. Hopefully can he, he can improve his plate discipline. But overall, he's really, uh, for a rookie, he's, he's 23 years old. Uh, he's got a big, he's a tall guy. But that Z contact with that tall frame, hopefully he can grow into some power later on as he develops. Um, but a solid rookie performance um, from the Rangers' first baseman. Derek Dietrich of the Marlins is a guy who's been uh, excellent uh, in the last little bit. Over the last 14 days, 32.9% O swing, so slightly worse than league average. 84.2, or uh, sorry, uh, I'm looking at Randall Grichuk. They're too close. 34.3% O-swing for Dietrich, so about 4% worse than league average, but his Z-contact is up at 88.2%, which is very solid. 46.7% hard hit and fly ball rates, which are excellent. He just continues to hit, and he's somebody to monitor. If he gets traded at the trade deadline, he could be somebody that if they're put in the right situation, uh, they could gain a lot of value. Uh, I mean, imagine if he went over, went over to the Yankees, for instance, uh, with Judge going down. He would, uh, he would really see that value skyrocket. 
Randall Grichuk um, has really been having a little bit of a breakout since returning um, from the, uh, 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 I think he was in uh, DL or minor leagues, I can't remember at this point, but he came out uh, really hot after that, and he's been able to sustain it over the last 14 days, 32.9% O-swing, which is good for him, slightly worse than league average though. His Z contact has really really been where we've seen the improvement. It's hovering around league average at 84.2% and has really, um, you know, kind of hung out there for a little while, which is great. 46.2% hard hit rate, which is awesome. He's always among the leaders in barrels per plate appearance. And then he's got a 53.8% fly ball rate. Uh, that is a power stroke. Uh, the Z contact improvement is a great uh, sign. Somebody who could definitely use a Z contact improvement is Teoscar Hernandez, his teammate. He has put together the best stretch of plate appearance in uh, his major league career at 22.7% O-swing. Tweeted about this earlier in the week. His Z contact is very bad at 63.6% over that period of time, but he has a 50% hard hit rate and a 58.3% fly ball rate. All Hernandez has to do if he can maintain those other skills is improve that contact rate which should happen given you know he has bad contact rates but that is just uh, atrocious so hopefully that happens soon maybe he'll have a nice uh, little stretch here because he's the type of guy who could get hot hit you you know five home runs in a week uh, David Fletcher is a guy kind of under the radar even unknown in 15 teamers probably he's an interesting guy just with the skills 28% O-swing, which is above league average over, or better than league average over his last uh, 14 days. 97.1% Z-contact for the Angels, a 41.9% hard hit rate, 26.7% fly ball rate, which is actually okay. He actually had an elevated fly ball rate. He's been batting leadoff a lot for the Angels. He's a solid contact hitter, obviously, so the average is going to be there. A lot of run potential batting at the top of that lineup. A decent OBP because of the average, and if he can keep that O swing around league average, and he brings a little bit of speed. He's not like a speedster, uh, but he does steal some uh, bases. An intriguing guy if you're looking for someone to pick up in 15 teamers and you need those categories. Uh, Chris Taylor has an interesting line over the last 14 days 19.4% O swing, which is great. That's elite. Um, 56% hard hit rate and a 41.7% fly ball rate. Those are really great, but he's also rocking a 70.8% Z contact, which is 15% below league average. So even though he's really getting a really high BABIP because of uh, that approach, um, his batting average is still around 250 over that period of time because of that poor contact rate. Anyways, those are some observation over uh, about hitters. You'll note that I do these kind of uh, quick hit observations on hitter skills more frequently than I do around pitcher skills. You know, pitcher skills just have uh, so many moving parts to them. And so it's really hard to do kind of a quick hit, but I could do a quick hit on, you know, kind of uh, just looking at the skills over the next little bit. So maybe I'll think about doing that uh, in a future episode. Next up, we're going to get into our deep dives. First up in our D of our two deep dives is Carlos Rodon, uh, starting pitcher for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Rodon has uh, pitched pretty well since returning um, from the DL. He missed the first part of the season and had his first start back in June. So far in 2018, he's thrown 50 and two thirds innings pitched. Um, 43 strikeouts, a 3.38 ERA, a 111 WHIP, and a 20.6% uh, strikeout rate, about 2% below league average, 9.6% uh, walk rate, about 1% uh, above league average, for a 11% K minus walk rate, which is not ideal. That's about 3.5% uh, below league average. His ERA estimators show him regressing considerably. He's got a 462 FIP on that 338 ERA, a 479 XFIP, and a 456 Sierra. 
The skills are also not very impressive for Rodon so far, a 9.1% swinging strike rate, about 1.5% below league average, 29.1% O-swing, which is about 1.5% below league average, and that's going to be a key thing we're going to touch on a little bit later when we get into his pitch mix. His first pitch strike rate is actually um, the best of his career at 59.8%. Uh, That's up about 3.5% from last year and even more from previous years. And then his zone percentage is at 42%, which is about 1% uh, below league average. But remember, his O swing is about 1.5% uh, below league average. And so we really want to see him throwing more pitches in the zone, or he needs to throw more pitches in the zone to have good control because he can't get folks to chase. Uh, when we take a look at his batted ball profile and some of the uh, batted ball-related metrics, he's got a 213 BABIP, which is driving, I think, a lot of his sec uh, success so far, and that comes on a 275 X BABIP. So we're expecting uh, some pretty significant regression there. He's got seven home runs that he's given up on 5.6 expected home runs, so he's been a little uh, unlucky. Overall, it all adds up to a 308 uh, XOBA, uh, according to XStats, which is uh, slightly below league average. But again, um, in fantasy circles, we're not really looking at league average. We're generally targeting guys who are better than league average since we don't roster in most leagues uh, every starting pitcher. He's got a 77.2% strand rate, which is a bit higher, about 5% higher than league average but he does consistently have higher strand rates. He's got a 76% strand rate for his career, so don't expect too much regression on that front. In terms of his traditional line drive, ground ball, fly ball, batted ball profile, he's got a 13.3% line drive rate so far. Um, that's a, an improvement of 8.7% over last year. He's got a 44.1% uh, ground ball rate, which is about even, and then a 42.7% fly ball rate, which is up about 8.7%. Uh, one thing we know is that line drives tend to have the most variance, um, you know, so uh, folks can spike very high and very low line drives. What we're probably seeing from Rodon here is uh, just um, some uh, variance on the uh, low side here just in terms of lower than what he'll finish with for his line drive rate, I would expect a lot of that 8.7% fly ball rate to probably go down into that uh, line drive rate, which, you know, that'll probably raise the BABIP um, that, uh, that we've seen as looking at a little bit of regression. So one thing to consider there is that, um, you know, that we can get into with the kind of more precise um, X stats batted ball profile is taking a look at that uh, line drive rate. So um, one good development for Rodon is that his pop-up rate, when we look at the X stats six batted ball categories, is up 2.7%, and that's about 4% above league average, which is great because those are those automatic outs. Now we do see a 6.5% increase in the fly ball rate that he's given up, to 14%. Now, fly ball rate uh, within X stats, there is this great thread that um, uh, uh, X stats, uh, if you go to M uh, at MLB X stats is the Twitter handle, they had a, a, a great thread that Andrew did just um, talking about the different types of batted balls um, and which ones represent really skills versus luck. And fly ball and ground ball um, and line drive are not that sticky. Uh, within X stats, so um, there isn't very high in-season and season-to-season -season correlation, whereas with pop-ups and uh, dribblers, uh, those tend to be stickier um, and hard drive rates tends to be stickier. And so those are really key metrics to look at. So the pop-up rate is up 2.7%, um, uh, which is great. That fly ball rate um, is up 65 uh, percent um, to 14 percent, which is uh, well above uh, league average, which is around 10 percent 
for fly balls. The hard drive rate is also down 2.8%, down to 8.4% for the year, um, about 2.5% uh, uh, below league average. So really good uh, trends overall for Rodon. His line drive rate is down 3.7% uh, to 14%, and his ground ball rate is down 2.6% uh, to 23.1%, and then his dribbler rate has holding heavy about uh, heady, holding steady about 19.6%, which is about 5% uh, below league average, which is not good. So as you can see, a big shift in his batted ball profile towards balls in the air, which lines up with what we have seen um, in uh, the uh, in that uh, increased fly ball rate in the traditional line drive uh, ground ball fly ball rates. You know what we may see here as time develops, though, is uh, some of that fly ball rate uh, going going down to that hard drive rate, um, since that's down considerably and the fly balls are up. Um, also, uh, may see. Um, uh, you know, that line drive rate uh, going up uh, a little bit. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Overall, some good developments in the bat batted ball profile uh, for Rodon. Now let's take a look at his pitch mix. So far, he's throwing 45% four-seamers. The four-seamer is a, a good pitch uh, for Rodon. It's got a 98 WRC+, plus, a 296 WOBA, 1.1 pitch value per 100. So it's a positive pitch uh, for Rodon, 5% uh, swinging strike rate and a 23.1% O swing. Uh, slider, he's throwing 24% of the time. This is really his best uh, pitch by far. Uh, it's got a negative 8 WRC+, plus, a 139 WOBA, which is terrific, 2.2 uh, pitch value per 100, which is awesome. 17.7% swinging strike rate, which is great, and then a 32.6% O swing. That's above league average, but not really what we want to see from a knockout pitch, right? We want to see his best pitch inducing a much higher uh, O swing, and that's one of the reasons why he has maintained consistently low O swings, which is problematic for his control. The slider is generating a ton of ground balls, 62.5%. Uh, ground balls. His sinker is, he's throwing 18% of the time. It is by far his worst pitch. It's got a 168 WRC plus, 398 WOBA, negative 2.8 pitch value per 100. So for as good as that slider is, the sinker is that bad. It's got a 7.6% swinging strike rate and a 32.8% O swing. Now the interesting thing here and maybe concerning thing for Rodon is that we'd like to see him throwing that sinker a lot less since it's his worst pitch, but it also induces the. Next up, we have somebody who I am a little bit more positive on, uh, Zach Wheeler, starting pitcher for the New York Mets. Uh, Wheeler is coming back this year. Um, from, after missing a couple years um, with uh, Tommy John surgery and a variety of different ailments. Um, he did uh, pitch last year uh, 86 and a third inning, innings, but missed the uh, 2015 and 2016 season. In 2018, he has been much better, especially recently. Uh, he's got uh, 114 and a third innings pitched, 109 strikeouts, in those 114 innings, a 4.33 ERA, a 1.30 WHIP, a 22.5% strikeout rate, an 8.5% walk rate. Uh, so right around league average on both of those, and that's good for a 14% K minus walk rate. Uh, Wheeler is kind of the opposite of uh, Rodon. Not that he's going to necessarily get positive regression, but the skills have really improved, and so he's somebody where his season long line is not necessarily indicative of what I'd expect moving forward. Uh, his ERA estimators have him at a 369 FIP on that 433 ERA, a 405 XFIP, and a 414 Sierra. 
The overall skills for the full year, a 10.9% swinging strike rate, a 32.9% O swing, 64.3% first pitch strike, and then a 43.4% zone rate. That swinging strike rate's a slightly above average. The O swing's about 2 to 2.5% above league average. Uh, and then the control metrics are solid. The zone rate right around league average and the first pitch strike rate about 4% above league average. So overall, some pretty solid skills either at league average or uh, above it. When we take a look at some of the batted ball and the X stats data, he's got a 304 BABIP and a 307 expected BABIP. So right around where you'd expect him to be. It's been a slightly lucky on home runs, 11 home runs with 126 expected home runs. Looking at his traditional uh, batted ball profile, 21.2% line drive rate, which is down 1.4% from last year, uh, 43.6% ground ball rate, which is down about 4% from last year, and that's largely probably because he has faded his sinker. He has stopped throwing his sinker, which is a very good development because as most sinkers it uh, are, it's his, it was his worst pitch. And then he's, he's uh, serving up 5.2% uh, more fly balls at 35.2%. So he's kind of, his batted ball profile is pretty much your league average overall batted ball profile. When we get down into the nitty gritty of that batted ball profile, though, using X stats and their six categories, he's seen um, a strong 5% bump in pop-ups up to 17.7%. Uh, which is uh, right around league average, but that's a great uh, development. Those are automatic outs, and so we love to see any improvement there. His hard drives are also down 3%, down to 8.1%, so, which is 3% below uh, league average, which is great. And then his dribbler percent is up 2% to a robust 31.3%, which is about 7% above average. So when you uh, combine both the dribblers, which are bad ground balls, and the 17.7% uh, pop-ups, uh, you get 49% of the batted balls against uh, Zach Wheeler have been um, either pop-ups or dribblers, which is great. I actually um, uh, had a couple tweets out maybe a month or two ago where I looked at uh, players who had the highest uh, percentage of combined dribblers and pop-ups, and, uh, and Wheeler made that list. Uh, it also included some analysis of strikeouts and, and walks, and so um, nice batted ball profile there from Wheeler. From a pitches standpoint, his four-seam fastball, he's throwing 58% uh, of the time. It's got a 111 WRC+, plus, so not too bad for a fastball. Uh, 326 WOBA, and it's got a 0.7 pitch value per uh, 100. A 10.1% swinging strike rate, which is really solid uh, for a four-seam fastball and is really keeping that swinging strike rate up. It also generates a 29% O swing, uh, which is solid for a fastball, and a 35.9% of the fly balls that it induces are infield fly balls, which goes to that bump in pop-up rate. His slider, he's throwing 19% of the time. It's uh, got a 63 WRC+, 249 WOBA, and then a 0.9 pitch value per 100. Uh, very solid there. 11.2% swinging strike rate. We'd like to see a higher swinging strike rate uh, on his slider, um, but oh well. 31.1% uh, O swing. We'd also like to see a better O swing. Again, uh, oh well, you can't win them all. And it's generating a 60.3% ground ball rate. Uh, Wheeler's curve, he's throwing 11% of the time. 73 WRC+, plus, 277 WOBA, negative 0.1 pitch value per 100. A 13.1% swinging strike rate and a 28.2% O swing. So similar to the slider, uh, it's been a solid pitch for him, um, although not necessarily generating the swinging strike and the O swing that we would love to see uh, from a secondary pitch.
His changeup, he's throwing 8% of the time. It's got a 95 WRC+, plus, a 299 WOBA. It's a 0.2 um, pitch value per 100. But it's kind of nice that uh, even though these the curve and the change have negative pitch values per 100, they're pretty much you know league average pitches uh, right around that zero mark. 12.3% uh, swinging strike rate on that changeup and a 42.7% O swing. Uh, which is awesome. So that's really helping to drive that um, uh, O swing is that is that change up. Uh, splitter, he's throwing 4% of the time. It's a new pitch for uh, Wheeler. It's got a 58 WRC plus, 241 uh, WOBA, uh, one pitch uh, uh, plus one pitch value per 100, which is great. And it is actually generating the most swinging strikes at 14.9% and the most O-swing at 45.1%. Uh, you know, Wheeler's still throwing that pitch only about 5% of the time over his last five games, but it's interesting that he's kind of developed this very strong uh, secondary pitch. Maybe we'll see him as he gets more comfortable uh, with it, throwing it more often, uh, which could be great for uh, both his swinging strike rate and the O-swing. So overall, uh, four solid pitches um, for Wheeler that are uh, kind of at or uh, above uh, average. Um, <clears throat> in terms of uh, recent developments for Wheeler, he's really the skills have really grown uh, over the last uh, five outings. Twelve point seven percent swinging strike rate which is 2% above league average and about 2% from where he is on the season. 35.9% O swing, uh, which is plus 3% on his season and is about 5.5% above league average. He's got a 70% first pitch strike rate, which is close to 6% bump from his league average. And while his zone percentage has gone 41.3%, you'll remember that his O swing has actually gone up 3% during that time, so not concerned at all about that. Another good development for Wheeler is that he is throwing his fastball less. It's now 50% of his pitches over the last five games, down about 8%. He's throwing that slider more at about 9%, uh, and his curveball a little bit more at 1% up. He's faded that change up about 3%, but most of that uh, big decrease is coming uh, from his sinker, which is really good to see. We, um, uh, or not his sinker, uh, it's, it's coming from that fastball, excuse me, the four-seam fastball, which is not a terrible pitch, but it's not his, his best. And so that's awesome to see. Over his last five games, he's got 32 and two-thirds innings pitched, 30 strikeouts, a 3.03 ERA, and a 113 whip. 15.4% K-minus walk rate, and that comes with a 287 BABIP and a 76.7% strand rate. So nothing out of the ordinary uh, there, and his average and his expected uh, average over that time uh, line up pretty well too, which is great. One of the things that could be also benefiting Wheeler over that time is his fastball velocity is up two ticks. He's throwing 97 miles per hour on average, which is awesome uh, in July. That's up from 95 miles per hour in April. So as you can see from Wheeler, he's shown considerable improvement over the course of the season. Uh, he's throwing his best pitches more recently, and that's been driving some growth in some key, uh, both strikeout and uh, control skills. And he's also ditched his worst pitch from previous years uh, that sinker, which is awesome. His batted ball profile is also very solid. He's generating a lot of dribblers and pop-ups, and even that fastball velocity is up. So don't expect huge strikeout numbers from Wheeler because of the lack of a knockout pitch. Um, you know, his splitter is definitely showing promise, but he only throws it about 5% of the time. But I think you can expect that good ERA of, you know, the last five starts uh, to continue, you know, in the low to mid uh, three range. And then that whip, I think, should remain solid as his control numbers have improved um, 
uh, recently as well, and then expect maybe a strikeout and inning from Wheeler. So overall, a very solid addition uh, to your uh, fantasy starting rotation. Uh, some really positive developments on Wheeler, and his value will only grow if he gets traded uh, by the deadline to a contender that can give him uh, a little bit more of an opportunity to generate some wins. So that's been a little bit about uh, Zach Wheeler, definitely a pitcher headed in the right direction. Well, that is going to wrap us up for episode 15 of the Bat Flip Crazy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Going to try to come back this weekend with a waiver wire pod cast. So if you have any suggestions for guys to research for the waiver wire, please do. Um, you can send me a tweet uh, at batflipcrazy on Twitter, uh, on Instagram at batflipcrazy, on Facebook, batflipcrazyfantasy, and the blog is batflipcrazy.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, uh, definitely go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, leave us a review. It's super helpful as a new podcast to get that uh, credibility. And also, it just uh, it does really make my day. So uh, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, best of luck with all of your fantasy baseballing.